again. Occasionally, uh, one finds within the context of these long aesthetical works brief passages that sound, well, almost poetic. But uh, if they are poems of his, well, uh, they're really pretty sloppy, if you ask me. Forgive me, I'm, uh, I'm looking for my notes. What I mean by sloppy is, uh, well, they seem to try meter, but uh, it's very disjointed, and uh, any attempt at poetic themes becomes confused. For instance, uh, sorry. <laughs> For instance, he celebrates Polyhymnia's indulgence in size, but. Uh, then seems to think he's talking about her waistline or something. Yeah. Like like that was his antecedent. I mean, I guess I, I'd call it disorganized, but... Uh, well, who am I to say? I, I can't find my... I mean, I, I put them right here. I, I know I did. You, you didn't see them. Well, they were here when I sat down before. Well, it looks like I'm going to be winging this. Uh, Polyhymnia is uh, one of the nine muses, and, uh, well, it looks like he wants to invoke her. Here is his invocation to Polyhymnia. I sing the praise of Polyhymnia, Dame Most Dower. Dame of word and dance, who has the cheeks of cherubs and the arms of nereids about the jagged rocks. Thou art the power that can oswell the mouths of poets. Thou art she whose pantomime convinces us that even silence speaks. Thou art my muse most favoured, and by your robes of alabaster white and honeyed thread do I commit my song. Your fatted mouth, from which spill words exuberantly, is a font, nay, cataract in a prehistoric land which floods the basin of a verdant wood. Lift not thy finger thus if it's to hash. Seal not thine orifice unless it is to stop yourself from growing more thine waste. Instead, give us your guidance to escape this to lands where dwell the men and women who speak lovely as thou art. Let's drink to lands like these. Let's drink and sing to beauty and things beautiful. For what's the point of beauty if we've no words to praise it? Thank you.
as you can see, he he clearly has great respect for Polyhymnia. Unlike uh, Dante, who crudely suggested that she and her eight sisters were merely chumps compared to some lady named Beatrice. <laughs> Beatrice. But uh, Joris would, of course, never insult the muses this way. Uh, which is not to say he didn't insult the muses. I mean, uh, I, I guess you could say this, this very invocation was a bit of an insult to Polyhymnia. I mean, would you have been flattered by it? Fat in mouth? <laughs> anyway, um, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, we'd now like to thank our first sponsor. Carol, over on East Street, uh, wants to remind everyone that she will be running her Carol's Cucumbers stand again outside of her house this summer. And, uh... While the cucumber crop isn't uh, ready yet, uh, she does have kale available for purchase. So remember, uh, go to Carol's Cucumbers for all your kale needs. And at uh, some point, cucumbers, uh, uh, presumably. Well, uh, next week, we'll be returning to a more polemical subject. Uh, so, uh, until then, in the words of the chief zealot, drink nectar and go penniless into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs>